It's your Monday morning anthem. Alarm clock throwing tantrums. Ketchup stain on your new shirt. But that's life, this happens. Homeless man with his hands out. I'd give you some if I had some. Some days I'm not happy with my life. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Life Just Happens Podcast. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Claude. Wow, okay, we're back at it again, and I have to tell you about this movie I watched on Netflix. Okay, so I watched called? The Social Dilemma. Oh my god, everybody's talking about that. Oh my god, it made me so anxious about my life. Um. So, essentially, it's like the all the creators of all these different social media networks, like Facebook, Google... Mm-hmm. any social media network you can think of and who left those companies to make this group that's kind of like going after social media because it is ruining the world essentially and they think it's like ruining the world because they've done like a lot of research about how like suicide rates and like cutting you know like mm-hmm. cutting their wrists rates have gone up for children who are in like middle school years and then like teenagers and the rates have gone up matching when social media like increased and um so they're just kind of like looking into it and then they started looking into how like younger people aren't having like romantic relationships anymore and like don't know how to talk to people and it's um, like I can feel that like I yes. can see that being a problem yes i agree and like even sometimes i feel like i can't talk to people very well which everyone always tells me like is not true which is good. definitely not <sighs> well thank you um but sometimes i just feel like socially awkward sometimes i don't know that's fair i mean um, i think we all do right so they were just talking about all these like negative things and um how like it's turning the younger generation into these like really fragile everything offends them type of people and it's like causing people to be so angry right now with like the way the world is and they asked someone, like, so if social media... And the reason why social media keeps getting bigger and bigger and, like, no one cares about these things, like, the suicide rates or anything, is because, like, it's a business plan. Like, they're literally just trying to make money. And mm-hmm. so they were talking about how, like, they treat us like like guinea pigs, essentially. It's like they will do anything to make us pick our phone up more. So if we have notifications turned on and if we haven't opened an app for a while, they'll send you a notification. Hey, open your app. Um, Mm -hmm. and like some days, like they'll say, oh, we just want like Twitter in Chicago to be more active today. So they'll just send more tweets about what's going on in Chicago to you and notify you that people are tweeting about Chicago. And so it's like this huge game that they're just playing. And then they do that. Once you open your phones then they start targeting ads at you. Mm -hmm. And so they were like giving examples of like how you can kind of stop this from happening, um, which I'll get to in a minute. But they were saying like the reason why that social media just keeps doing this and no one cares is because once again, it's a business plan. They're trying to sell it to us. And that's how they sell things to us and make money off of it is by ads and like getting mm-hmm. us to be on our devices. And so um, like they're the only type of institution that isn't like taxed on their business like they're not taxed on like our data and so and so they were saying like essentially these people who created social media are like you we need to tax them like there needs to be some reform in the social media world because this is not okay like we are addicted to our phones we're turning into people who cannot communicate um 
we aren't having like romantic relationships anymore. We can't like this is a problem. And they all of them said that they don't let their kids use social media. None of their kids have cell phones until they're at least in high school. And they were just going on and on about this. And then the interviewer was like, if this doesn't stop, what do you think is going to happen? And every single one of them said a civil war. And everyone in my life has been saying that a civil war is coming because there's so much tension in the air. And then for these social media people to be like, this is going to be the freaking cherry on top of everything in a civil war. I was like, absolutely not. So Ryan and I both shut off all of our notifications. The only notifications I have turned out on my phone are my text messages and my phone calls and, and my and my reminders. That's it. Because that's how they get you to, like, start collecting data on you and make money off of you. And so that was one of their big tips was, like, if you want to fight against this, then shut your notifications off. Don't ever click on anything that says, like, recommended for you because that's them playing their game to see if they can choose the right thing that you're interested in that you'll choose. Very interesting. Very creepy. So my notifications are off. And then they also said, like, don't give anyone a cell phone until they're at least in high school. Don't let them have social media until they're at least in high school. Things like that. I would maybe give my kid, like, a flip phone. <laughs> That's what my parents did. They gave me, like, this Nextel flip phone. I, I had a flip phone. But we're also in a different day and age. So I don't know how that would work. I like, know. I'm imagining being a kid. And if I was a kid right now who got a flip phone instead of an iPhone, like, that would blow. And right. it's tough because, yeah, I mean, you just – I think that I would then – monitor like the social I was gonna media say, the other thing was that they said to if you do give your child a phone to take it away at the same time every day and have a conversation with them like what do you think is enough time like to be on your phone and most of them think like half an hour is a really long time and so a lot of them were like half hour an hour and like that's pretty reasonable compared to like what we're doing now on our phones and so they said that was one way to do it and like ryan and i were talking about it and i was like in this day and age, like, you can't have a child who doesn't have a phone because there's so much, like, child no. trafficking and, like, too many awful things happening in the world. But, like, also, yeah. I would not want my kids to be on social media. So, I don't know. It just... All of my... I know. Oh, so, it really freaked me out. Um, but I will say, after turning my notifications off, like, I really realized what apps I do not use at all. I actually went through and did, like, a little, like, cleanse the other day and got rid of so many apps. Yeah, um, I need to do that because, I mean, like, okay, and I, I also want to do, like, the like, phone customizing with iOS 14. Oh, I did a little bit of it. You want to see my oh, screen? Maddie's so pretty. It like, looks kind of cool. Mine's not done yet, though. I need to do it. Like, mine is still my ugly-ass phone screen, and I need to do it. But I haven't, like, watched any videos on how to. Okay, well... I can send you one because I watched a good one that taught me how to do it. Um, okay. But so, no, it freaked me out. But like I said, I don't use like I didn't check Snapchat for like three days mm-hmm. because you just don't get any notifications for it. And I was like, wow, maybe I just should not be using Snapchat. The only things I check like pretty frequently is like Instagram and Twitter. And then I do check Facebook every so often because I'm in this like course that I'm taking right now. And there's like a Facebook group for it. So if you have questions, you can go ask in there. So mm-hmm. I don't know, it just really freaked me out, and I don't like the statistics of, like, the suicide going up, like, for little kids. Like, that's just so sad to me that, like, kids are going to social media for, like, attention and, like, approval on who they are, what they look like. It just is so sad. There's already so much negativity out there, and, like, it just breaks my heart. 
Yeah, that's scary. I'm literally going through and turning off all of my notifications. We'll do it after we record, so... Well, not yeah, now that you're done explaining it, but... Yeah, so wow. it was just wild. It wasn't a very long movie, but it freaked me out, so um, I highly recommend, though, that everyone watches it because I think it's a really good lesson to learn, and mm-hmm. really scary to think about where social media is going. Ugh, yeah. Really freaky. But otherwise, how was your week? Any life update from you? Uh, Maddie came out last weekend. Oh, that's right. How was that? That was a lot of fun. Um, so we, I took Cheeto to Oso for the first time. It was his first restaurant. He did very well, actually. There's lots of dogs at Oso. It's a very, like, dog-friendly brewery. Mm -hmm. So he had a fantastic time. Um, and then... Um, Saturday, we just, like, went to Postino, did that kind of stuff. Um, Sunday, we decorated my house for Halloween. Oh, fun. So, my house is all halloween down. Yeah, my I house is, like, pumpkins. covered in decorations. I just, like, have nowhere to store decorations, which is really just a nightmare. I store them at my friend's house. Oh, I don't do that. <laughs> she has, like, she has a three-bedroom house, so I just, she lets me store my... Extra. Oh, that's really nice. Like, my stuff that I don't access very much, she just lets me store in her extra closets. So, oh, how nice. That's very nice I need to get her. a storage unit or something. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but anyway, what are your... So, your high was probably that Maddie came. Yeah. What's your low of the week? Any, anything? My low mm. is kind of hilarious. <laughs> Let's hear it. You tell me your high first. Oh, my high? So, my high is really random. So, I don't want to give too many details because... I haven't fully decided if I'm doing it. I think I am, but I got nominated for this, like, really honorable position of this national organization that I already volunteer for, and I got nominated for, like, essentially, it's, like, preparing you to, like, be the president of the organization, so it's, like, a big commitment, but it's, like, a very good, it's very honorable of them to have thought of me to be, like, in that position, Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I really want to do it. I just, like, want to be realistic because they've, like, helped me with my future so much. So I don't want to say yes and then, like, not be as prepared as I should be and, like, have it be as big of a priority. Mm-hmm. So I would just have to drop some of, like, my other volunteering, which, honestly, I'm okay with. But um, so that was my high of the week. It really freaked me out at first because I was like, so cool. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. But then the second I told Ryan, he was like, Lindsay, that's so cool. Like, you can definitely do this. So I was just kind of like second guessing myself because I'm very hard on myself. Dude, I think that it's so important that you prioritize that. (laughs) I agree. I think so, too. So it would be like a three year commitment (laughs) because the first year you learn how to do the presidential role then you are the president and then you're like the past president so you just like help the current one out and learn what to do and everything Mm -hmm. um but this is like the group that i started like all my volunteering stuff with like as a student and i've been with them now for like three years this is my third year and Mm -hmm. so by the time i'm done they'll be like six years with them and like dude really awesome people yeah i'm going to do it yeah so i have to tell them by october 1st um it's like a it's on a, a ballot so it would be like I'd have to see if I would get it, Um, Mm -hmm. which is fine. But, I mean, it's just nice to be thought of, you know. That means I can be thought of in the future if I don't get it. So, who knows? (laughs) Wow. Love this. Okay. That's really fun. That's way better than mine. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was was like, oh, do I want to share this in the podcast? But, okay, I just don't want to give too many details, but I can tell you more later. Um, But my low of the week is literally dishes. 
I think dishes are the biggest waste of my time. I wish I would have timed how much time I spent doing dishes. And it's not like Ryan and I don't do dishes. Mm -hmm. It's like I come home and I prep something for lunch. Then I have my stuff from lunch. Then I like Mm want to make a pumpkin bread. So I just like am cooking a lot when I come home. And then, mm-hmm. like, I don't necessarily, like, not every night will do the dishes before I go to sleep just because I'm tired and I have to get up early. So, I'll, like, I just, mm-hmm. I'll rinse them off and I'll just do them the next day. But then somehow. I've, like, somehow, I was just going to say, I've somehow, like, worked it into my routine and made it a priority that I have to do dishes every well, night. Well, that's I'll what I'm, I'm at now this week after this past, I don't know, Monday night or something. Mm-hmm. I literally spent hours doing dishes because my kitchen is so small so there's no there's like no room to dry anything so it's like and i don't ryan loves freaking paper towels i think i've mentioned that a hundred times on this podcast but he freaking loves paper towels and i refuse to dry dishes with paper towels it's such a waste and so bad for the environment ryan exactly but he's like it's clean Lindsay. he's such a germaphobe and he would hate me if he wash your freaking towels we do but he's still weird about it i don't know so I just let them air dry. So then it takes forever. But it's fine by me because I like to do the dishes in like batches anyway because I hate doing them so much that I don't want to be there for like ever and ever. So mm-hmm. I'd rather be there for like 10, 15 minutes and then let them dry while I go like mm-hmm. do whatever I want to do and then come back and do another batch after I put some away. But mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my God, it wastes so much freaking time. The first thing I'm doing when we redo this kitchen is putting a freaking dishwasher in. Like, I cannot I, believe I don't have a freaking dishwasher. It is the biggest joke of my life. <laughs> I love having a dishwasher. Um, I think the it's kind of funny. Ever. Is, like, I didn't realize, like, how much it truly meant to you that day, like, when you were working and I did your dishes for oh you. Oh, my God. It is, like, my love language when people do the dishes for me. Today, I came Acts home from service. work. And Ryan had the dishes done. And I was like, you are the best person in the world. Where is acts of service on your love language? I honestly don't know. Baby number, well, let's see. What are all of them again? Quality time is my you, number one. I can look yours up right now because you just recently sent me a Because remember, we just recently retook a quiz. Oh, that's right. I know my quality time is number one. I don't even know what the other ones are. Physical uh-huh. touch, access service, gifts. There's one. Yeah, one. My, my gifts. Okay, there's mine that I sent you because my gifts went down to zero. Okay, um... I don't know. I don't know. What are the it. five um, things, though? It's quality acts time, service. acts of service. Um, words of affirmation. That one, okay. Gifts and physical touch. I don't know, but I feel like if acts of service is just dishes, number yeah. one. Number one. Well, acts of service is like somebody not. Well, I know, but I'm saying in my uh, own makeup world, if. Because I, I know quality time is number one for me, but mm-hmm. if dishes was an option, it would be number one. Because quality my God, is my number one. I absolutely words of affirmation it. is my number two. I feel like I remember your acts of service being number two. Probably that would make sense. Yeah, but quality okay. time is definitely number one. But oh my mm. God, dishes! I've spent so much time this week doing freaking dishes, and like Ryan and I will go, you know, like flip flop days because I mm-hmm. just hate it so much. <laughs> I'm like I'm not willing to do it. I would literally. I was telling my mom yesterday. That like I was so ex- I was like so happy talking to my mom. I walk and I see the dishes immediately angry, and I'm like mm-hmm. I would pay someone so much money to do my dishes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. screaming about it. My parents still don't have a dishwasher either, and I'm like, how on earth the- has my dad been doing dishes 
for this long in our lives and not have a dishwasher. And it's not like they don't have the room for it. They just don't. Yeah. They choose not to have a dishwasher. My mom wants one. My dad's like, absolutely not. I've been washing dishes with my two hands my whole life. <laughs> Whatever, dad. Well, that's Enjoy why retirement a little bit. My God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so that's my low. I hate the dishes. I am not quite as passionate about the dishes. <laughs> I do have a dishwasher, though, so that might be why. Dude, um, I had a dishwasher in Arizona and Portland. It's a freaking game changer. You notice when you don't have one anymore. I mean, I think that truly, like, living in an apartment moving forward, number one rule, I won't have fans with light switches or with yep. remotes. No and remote fans. you have to have a dishwasher. And a washer dryer in unit. Yes. I, I don't have absolutely- that. I have it in my building, though, and it's free, so that's nice. I still hate that. I when I lived in Minneapolis, it was in the building and it was free. Mm-hmm. I hated it, hated it, hated. It. I would have a like I would rather have a washer dryer in my fucking kitchen than mm. not have one. I feel that. In worst case, I'll take just a washer and hang dry my clothes. Worst case, but that's like I really am in love with this place and every single other aspect about it is perfect. Because yeah. I would live in a shittier place for. Uh, dishwasher and a washer and dryer and non-remote fans (laughs) yeah i just i never really thought about that too much it is kind of annoying like if i'm doing my laundry late at night and i get really tired and have to go get it because it's in a shared space well the thing is is i have to wash my bedding once a week because tito's hairy as shit and he gets his little hairs all over my bed Mm -hmm. so i absolutely have to wash my bedding once a week so I wash mine once a week too, but I have multiple sheets and stuff, so I just rotate them off. I don't. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I have one set because I spent like seventy five dollars on these sheets. Um, it's fine. Fair, fair. Um, but my low is definitely so the recovery from this past weekend. First yeah. of all, so I did my makeup for the first time in like I don't know what six months probably, mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't washed my makeup brushes since i came there for st patrick's day dude i never wash my makeup brushes it's disgusting yeah so i ended up getting a sty on my (gasps) eye from my my makeup brushes like my actual like eyelash follicle got infected and i'm not kidding you i had like a black eye it was swollen shut almost like it was gnarly um, and that was because I didn't wash my makeup brushes. So wash your freaking makeup brushes, people. Oh, my um, gosh. And then I got, I have been doing, my skin has been doing so good. Obviously, we just did an entire episode about how freaking clear my skin is. But this past weekend, we ate, like, I ate hamburgers and I ate Chinese food. And I drank alcohol for the first time in two months. Mm-hmm. Which, surprise, my tolerance is still sky high. <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently that's just not going away after the freaking drinking I've done. Um, cause I thought, oh my God, I'm going to have like one beer and be drunk. No, literally two beers or no, three beers, two vodka sodas, a half a bottle of champagne going shambong down the gullet. Oh my God. And a gallon sized mule shared with Maddie later. And that's when I was finally drunk. Um, am I okay? Oh my lord. Is my body okay? The next day, we uh, went and drank at Postino's, and it was just... So basically, now I have these two giant pimples, and then this giant pimple, 
and I'm pissed. I got the sty in my eye. I've been exhausted. I've missed working out in the morning two days this week just because like I've literally overslept my alarms. And I wake up and it's like 4.15 and I'm like, well, fuck, now I can't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Like I get, I get it. My body needed sleep. But mm-hmm. when I miss a morning workout, I feel shitty about myself the rest of the day. And I know that's probably a pretty toxic mindset. That but- is pretty toxic. Um, and I don't normally it, it, say that to people who do that, but like you're my best friend, so I can say that. But that's where I'm at. I feel really shitty about myself. It's kind of like on the weekends when I wake up and it's past eight, and I feel really shitty about myself. Yeah. And when I say I feel really shitty, I don't like it's let like it you ruin just my wasted. day. Yeah, it's like it just kind of wasted, yeah. uh, wasted potential. Yeah. Um, and I and know you said like last I, time that like when you exercise, like you're more energized throughout the day. So then you're yeah. just kind of probably a little groggier. Yeah. A lethargic. And I just, I'm more tired. I'm exhausted. And like, so I don't let it like ruin my day. It just kind of does it on its own. Like it's not mentally ruining my day. It's like just my body's tired. And then mm-hmm. on top of it, I'm like, and then like I get right back in it the next day. It's not like I let it ruin my progress. I'm not like, oh, I missed a day working out. My whole life's over. Um, right. That's good. But it, it does really bother me. So yeah. that's been rough. I missed a morning workout twice this week, but I will say... I'm doing a really good job at, like, not pushing myself as much as I Mm -hmm. was because I hurt myself, you know, with my spin bike. Mm -hmm. And, like, this week I've had, like, the absolute worst headaches from, like, my shoulder up my neck and, like, to the bottom, like, right where my head meets my neck, kind of. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know, I don't want to be, like, keep taking Advil for, like, how sore my body is. And, like, I just feel, like, so tense all the time. So I started doing yoga and stretching Ooh. every night and ryan has been stretching with me every night which has been nice so then i actually like do it you know mm-hmm. it has made such a change in my life like my head doesn't hurt anymore i feel like i'm not so stiff anymore so Dude, it's like this morning yoga, love that shit this morning i woke up and i was gonna spin and i was like no I'm, i can feel a headache coming on i'm gonna do some yoga so i did yoga instead and it's i feel like i'm finally in that like headspace of like really listening to your body and like giving it what it needs and not like being so hard on myself for it Mm -hmm. and so it's been good and like like kind of what you said you missed two days this week and it's like i missed two days this week because i mean like usually i can get up pretty easily in the morning but these days like i was just like you i slept right through my alarm and i was like well i clearly needed to sleep so yeah I and I walk every day, that. so it's fine. But I also do walk every day too. I walk Tito every single night, so I'm like, it's like I'm closing all my rings. But I need to get out of the mindset that if I don't do a hit workout, like I didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, like, like that. And I know almost, we just said that in our body positivity right. one. That could and I'm literally be doing that too much on your body, and that could like cause your body to not want to change like the way that you want it to, because there's mm. too much stress on your body. Yeah, that's fair. I need so. to get better about that. Oh, yeah. and my other high is I'm back to blonde hair, people. Woo! It was really dark brown because um, I couldn't get it done during quarantine, and I got it done on Tuesday, and now it's bleach blonde again. Love to see it. Wow, I'm happy for you. I need to get a haircut. It's been Thank like I, I feel like myself. <sighs> I never get a haircut. It's really bad. Sometimes I just cut it myself. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, because you can't tell with curly hair. The only time I can tell is when I straighten it. Yeah, I know. your hair it. always looks the same. Yeah, it's like you can't tell. I can tell, but no one else can tell. No. So when I straighten it, I'll just cut some off. It's fine. 
Oh my god. Well, no one knows how to do my hair at all whenever I get it done, except my childhood hairdresser, and that's very far away from my house, so. Maybe you need to go to, like, somewhere that specializes in curly hair. Yeah, but I also am not someone who pays a lot of money to get their hair cut. You know how much money I spent getting my hair cut and done my entire life? $12. So I'm really picky about how much money I spend on my hair. <laughs> Lindsay, my hair costs $300. I, that's disgusting. I cannot imagine. <laughs> I cannot. We need to start this topic because I cannot okay. even begin. You thought I was passionate about dishes? I'm passionate about spending money on haircuts. Well, you you dyed your hair and did a bunch of other stuff to it. I've never dyed my hair, so I don't have any concept of how much money that stuff costs. My you know haircuts I mean? themselves cost like 30 bucks. Okay, that's not bad. And then the dyeing of my hair is the other. And okay, actually, so the total for dyeing my hair and my haircut is like $225. And then I, actually, I tip like a little more than 20%. And right. then I... Also got purple shampoo. Oh, that's fair. To keep my hair from getting brass. I mean, that's, that's a lot of different things that you're doing. Me, I'm just getting a freaking haircut. You know? Mm-hmm. I just don't like to spend money on things. So if I can do it myself, I'm doing it myself. That's fair. <laughs> okay. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like getting I mean, my haircut. I, I really can tell the difference when I cut my hair versus when yeah. I let someone cut my hair. Obviously. You know? It's Obviously. a much better experience having someone else What are you do it. using to cut your hair? Are you using hair cutting scissors? Yes. Or like I have hair cutting scissors, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And I, I do, like, I, like, will part it right down the middle because that's what they always do when they cut my hair. And I do it the same technique. Obviously, like, they're behind me, though, and they're doing it much better. But I try to keep it even. But when my hair is curly, you literally cannot tell. There's so, a lot to unpack here, and I think we should just move on. <laughs> I just, I cannot. Oh. With COVID and stuff, I just cannot. With these Chicago hairdressers, I just can't do it, dude. Uh, again. <laughs> what? What's wrong with me not wanting to get my hair cut? I just think, I, I just, a lot to unpack. I Like, what do you really, mean it's a lot to unpack? <laughs> like, you're just so passionate about not getting your hair cut. No, it's I will like, get my hair cut. It's just like. I don't necessarily need to until it's, yeah. like, really necessary. I've gone, like, two years without getting a haircut before. Yeah. I mean, I could I could see that because it, it's, like, your hair's different. Like, right. Exactly. My hair's straight and it splits at the ends. Right. Horribly. And so, like, so. when I straighten my hair, if it looks really dead and, like, looks like crap and I just spent hours doing it, I would literally just cut it off. I'm just like whatever it'll grow back I'm just like very not like I guess I'm not very attached to my hair you know what I mean it's just there it is what it is absolutely cannot relate I'm so attached to my hair my hair is like part of my being but I think that's I feel like my hair is very much like defines who I am but also I don't care in a different way though right in a different way right and well I think it's because you can't tell if my hair looks crappy crappily cut or not yeah wow okay Different strokes for different folks. (laughs) Agree to disagree on how important hair is. We are literally 30 minutes into this episode and have not even started our topic. Okay. I feel like the topic is pretty easy. We've kind of talked about it before. Yeah. It's just, I wanted Claudia to read this book um, called Good Morning, Good Life by Amy Landino. I follow her on YouTube. That's how I found out about this book. Um, She makes like YouTube videos about like planning (laughs) And her thing is, like, going after the life you want. So, like, if you're in a job you don't like and kind of starting, like, that side hustle but turning it into your career. Um, mm-hmm. And she is, like, 
huge on mornings and believes that like your life all your habits like that you do in the morning are setting you up for success or for failure so she wrote a book called good morning good life and i'm gonna read the back of the book because i have it here just so you guys know what it's about because we won't really get into too deep about it but if you didn't read it you'll be able to keep up um so this is what it says There's just not enough time in the day. How many times have you caught yourself saying this? Are you putting everyone else's needs before your own? Are you realizing you have no time to do the things you love? Maybe it's time to take back ownership of your life. Award-winning YouTube creator and best-selling author Amy Landino, I cannot say her second name, has a new perspective on time management that will leave you feeling good about putting yourself first every day, starting the moment you wake up. Not a morning person, not a problem. Amy is giving you permission to embrace and lean into your true self to shape your perfect morning. By following her five simple habits, you can take control of your time and become the boss of your life. With practical advice to help you start your day on your terms, Good Morning, Good Life will help you go after the life you want. So, this is a good... I want to know, first of all, your thoughts. What did you, did you like the book? Did you not? I read it about, I read it in January of this year, and then I Mm -hmm. re-listened to it this week. Initial thoughts were, I agreed with a lot of the messages, because obviously, I have quite literally taken myself from not being a morning person to becoming a morning person, Mm -hmm. and I think we'll unpack that, like, a little bit more later in the ep. Um... So I did, like, agree with a lot of it. And I was like, okay, this is great. Obviously, some things I disagreed with. But she also is pretty clear that, like, she's like, there, it's going to be different. Your routine and stuff is going to be different for everybody. Like, different mm-hmm. things are going to work for you. The, like, main concept is just, like, hey, morning is a really, really good time to get things done. And, like, I couldn't agree more. And right. it's just what, whatever you want to get done. Right. Um, my, I, I think I've come to the terms that I do not love self-help books. And this is definitely, like, self-helpy. It's right. Like, it, it reads in a very self-helpy kind of way. Um, and the reason why is, is I think that they just don't, like, don't... <laughs> they, like, I think they have really good tips and I think they have really good, like, ideas. But they just don't capture my attention. Like, obviously, the last book we read, like, I could not stop listening to it. Right. Because um, it was so good. Where these, like, I, I find myself, like, distracted a lot while listening mm-hmm. to them and or and or reading. And I'll be like, ah, oh, crap. I, the last, like, three minutes, I didn't even know what was happening there. Like, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like otherwise, these messages I like listening to better in her YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, there were some things I thought she was, like, a little extreme on personally. Like One of them what, is what the calendar blocking. Oh, I <laughs> count. I don't. Okay, so I this was seems like gonna, something you would do. <laughs> I was gonna bring that up. So I do calendar block, but only when I was like volunteering with like five organizations and mm-hmm. was working um, my other job where I was at three different locations, and then when I was like mm-hmm. still working on the side of my full time job because I was like I have to, otherwise I am screwed and I'm gonna forget something. Now it's literally just like my normal appointments. I will put my workouts in there, but that's because I like to yeah. visually see what type of workouts I did during the week. So I'll mm-hmm. put that in there, and then I put when we record. But that's just because I share it with you and yeah. that kind of stuff. So, so I'm a lot better about that now. Uh-huh. But I will say that sometimes, like you know how she, I don't know if she talked about it in this, but in her time blocking or calendar blocking YouTube video, she puts like when she wakes up and when she goes to bed, so she can see like full hours in the day and Mm -hmm. i will put that in there 
um, for the weekdays just because yeah it helps me see like oh claudia wants to record on wednesday what do i have going on wednesday that i would still be able to go to bed in time things like Mm -hmm. that so here's my thought process on that is i can agree with that i do i do have like um during the weekdays i have my morning routine blocked off with my workout in there like as two Mm -hmm. separate things and i have a block for my morning routine um because i have one for my morning routine too (laughs) yeah and that is because like i mean i don't know who is going to be up with me at 3 30 trying to book appointments i don't think anybody um but i think it's just i think it's just a motivator for the fact that i do wake up at 3 30 to it's like okay it's in the calendar um and it's just like a good visualization to keep that going yeah obviously then i have all of my work meetings and i have like like my work calendars linked i have like these meetings i have like um like if i'm getting like if i'm specifically getting coffee with friend not like i like if i'm just gonna go hang out with a friend i will not put that in there right um, same but, but if like, i agree to do something it's going like in a there. coffee day yeah yeah so or and i'll then just my, like put as like a like a all day kind of event thing i'll just put like ha- hanging out with claudia like, if I pl- planned, like, oh, we're going to hang out that day at some point, I'm not going to put, oh, we're hanging out from 11 to 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I and I have a calendar on my fridge that I write things on, and okay. I'll put, like, if I'm hanging out with Tito, please don't squeak that right now. It's not the time. So I just think that here's my thought process is I, as a person, as a personality, am somewhat flaky. I'm just going to say it because it's true. I uh, in it. I do things on a whim. I change my mind constantly about what I want to be doing. I will have my mind dead set on something for like three days and then I'll totally switch it up. And that's just my personality. I have a hard time sticking to certain things. If I make plans with someone specific, I'm not going to flake on them. Mm-hmm. But there is a chance I might reschedule it. Like, no lie, I might reschedule our time together. Um, that's just because my life, I feel like, is constantly moving. Um, so for me to say, like, I and I try to plan my weeks as much as possible. But, like, for me personally, it is so important for me to see that blank space on my calendar. Mm-hmm. Because I, and not have it blocked as haha what do whatever you want like i don't like that i want to see blank space i want to see where i have the blank space because having it blocked out and seeing all these colors for being productive all the time sometimes i'm sorry like last night for dinner i ate hot cheetos in my white bed okay that's what i did and (laughs) that's what i wanted to do okay yep and like i'm not gonna block that on my calendar that's shameful and i don't want to see it but i want to do it you know and i just block things on my calendar for things that i need to do whether yeah. that's like get some volunteering stuff done, get some of my own stuff that done that I want to do. But if I'm just going to be sitting here watching TV, I'm not putting that in my calendar. So I do agree she no. gets a little aggressive yeah. with her calendar blocking. But the other thing with her calendar that I do agree with is like the time batching type thing. So like if mm. you're out like going to the grocery store, like you may as well stop at the post office while you're out there too. Um, mm-hmm. Because I do that all the time. No, but and I, I totally don't agree. necessarily put like my errands in the calendar. No. Like <laughs> so. I agree. Like if I'm out and about running around, I'm gonna do that. But I don't think that I need to put my errands in there. Right. Um. I just think that like I'm gonna if if I'm running errands on a Saturday, like I'm gonna do it when I do it. Like I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be like okay from eleven to three I'm running errands on Saturday. Like I don't know when I'm gonna finally make it out of the house. I'm gonna spend like two hours drinking a cup of coffee. Like relax. Right. 
And I just think that as a person, I need the flexibility in my calendar to do whatever I want, whenever I want, minus like major meetings and appointments. Right. And my other thing is, so this book to me is written in a way of someone who wants like to have like multiple businesses or like, yeah, you know, having a lot going on. Like you on. though. Like you. Well, I don't think I want to have multiple businesses. But I you just, do have a lot going on. Yeah, but I don't, but like this to me sounds like she is planning every second of her day because she wants to build a business and like to be an entrepreneur takes, you know everything out of you like yeah i want to have like mm-hmm. a little side hustle of like nutrition stuff and like that's what i'm working on right now and like it's very it's very fun to me though it doesn't feel like i'm i have to do it for a job right but like when she says like this will help you go after the life you want like if someone wants a life of like relaxation and not hectic as can be this is then not the book for them it. no this is not for them and so i feel like she needs to be a little bit more clear about what does that mean going after the life that you want does that mean you yeah. want to be busy 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 because like my thing is is like sure i'll be busy 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 for like my young years of my career but that's mm-hmm. because i want to set myself up so that like when i'm older i don't have to be like that yeah so that i have like things yeah. just coming in and i'm doing fine so yeah. um I don't know. That's just one thing I wanted to say. It's literally not for everybody. But I did want to go through the five habits that they talk about on the back of the book. And that's the five chapters, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's decide. So essentially, um, she talks about like when you avoid making a decision in the morning or at all, um, you avoid being the leader of your own life. So yeah. which is just like if you're really indifferent on everything, you're not going to get anywhere. Right. So she says, decide what your why is in getting up every day. And she kind of really goes deep into that. The second to, second habit is defy. So building a habit of defying our personal obstacles. I love this so much because this is something I talk about with my patients all the time is like, life is going to get in the way but like our health Mm -hmm. is what's keeping us like going through life and so Mm -hmm. like if you care about your health like you have to tackle these obstacles we call them barriers but like you have to tackle these head on and like either get around them or move them or stomp them to the ground like there's you have to you have to recognize that the there's going to be obstacles in the way and Mm -hmm. like if you don't think that there's not going to be obstacles in your life like you're living in la la land Yeah, and one quote that I kind of, like, it it relates, like, back to that chapter is, like, saying you're busy, too busy to do something, or saying you're, saying any, any, uh, for me, being too busy was the excuse, Mm -hmm. or, like, not being a morning person was the excuse, and this Uh is kind of what she, like, talks about in this chapter, is, like, kind of the excuses that we come up, is that this one, right? Yep, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay, that's what I see. I just want to make sure. Um, but, like, basically she talks about, like, all these excuses that you can make up in order to not do it. And, like, one is, like, oh, you have kids, you have a dog, like, you have, you're not a morning person. Basically, they all lead back to, like, you're too busy to wake up early. And I just think, like, you'll make time for the things that matter for you, right. to you. Like, it goes back. I have a dog. Uh-huh. I got a dog. I didn't used to. And I literally had to start learning how to wake up 20 minutes earlier so I could take him for a walk in the morning. And yep. that's just because he was important to me. And so were my mornings still. So have got to right. do it. Right. And like sometimes you're just not going to have time for things. And you have oh, to decide. Yeah. I just think that like sometimes the pieces on the wheel are going to get bigger and they're going to get smaller. And you're going to have to give and take in different areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all about like what you can make happen. Um, and how hard you try to make it happen. 
Um, and I think she, I think I'm quoting her from the book, but like, it's literally like, if you're passionate about something or if you care about something, you're going to make it happen. Right. That's it. That's all. Exactly. Amen. That's all there is to it. Amen. You will find a way to deal with your kids in the morning. Like you will figure it out. There's ways around these things. Um, and I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Right. (laughs) Like everything's hard. Right. And then a big part of this that I liked was just communication and like, um, sometimes when I like want to do something like I don't know it's like so like for instance like me wanting to start like my own website for like my nutrition stuff it's like it's so basic these days to like have a blog and have a website and blah 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 mm-hmm. but it's like something I've wanted to do for so long and like I'm so fed up with like the nutrition world and like I mean I've t- told you yeah. this a million times like it just makes me so mad that it's like we need food to survive why is it so difficult i don't understand so it's like yeah that is like i feel like that is my passion i just want to make eating easier for people and i don't know why it has to be so hard and i have been thinking about this forever and ever and ever and then my mentor came up to me and was like i'm teaching a course do you want to join and i was finally like yes and like for the longest time like i did never like want to talk to ryan about it but like i wanted to work on it all the time like i just felt like it was weird of me to like Mm-hmm. I want to have a web I don't know I just felt like I don't know I was like judging myself I was feeling weird and yeah. um I finally okay. just told him I, and because like I wasn't getting anything done on it that I wanted to and so I finally told mm-hmm. him I was like I really want to work on my website tonight like can we just sit on the couch you do what you want to do and I work on my website and he was like yeah like why didn't you just tell me that before and he thinks it's like so cool that I'm like doing something that I like so much and I'm learning something new and it's like yeah. literally just had to say i just want to work on my website like it wasn't even you know it was like built up so key, much in my head yeah. so i was just gonna say she talks about how how important communication is in this chapter a lot and, and i, I highly enough agree. i just literally went through an entire experience mm-hmm. where i let my thoughts and feelings like build up until i overthought an entire situation and thought i was <laughs> I just made it out to be something it wasn't. And it was, if I would have just communicated thoroughly throughout an entire time, like I would have been fine. Right. Communication is always key, dude. (laughs) Okay. The next habit is rise. And this is the most important habit of the day, getting up. So, you know, we need to call out the self-sabotaging we do that ruins the entirety of the day and just get up. So essentially she's just saying like, it's hard for everyone to get up in the morning, but like, you got to do it. You got to work on that habit. I, like, people ask me all the time. They're like, how did you start waking up at 3.30? Like, how do you do it? Like, how do you motivate yourself? And I'm like, I don't know how to express this enough, but I I literally, I just do it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just get my ass out of bed. And it's because, like, I, like I was saying earlier, like, I hate when I miss a workout. I mm-hmm. hate when I don't get to do my full morning routine because it sets my day up for an, a shit day yep. and then I'm like miserable the whole day or at least tired whatever it is but like yeah so yep. I feel you um the habit four is shine so it's time to have the morning of your dreams and this is essentially where um your routine kind of comes in and like deciding mm-hmm. what makes you feel good what makes you have a good morning that type of stuff And then habit five is thrive. So thrive at what you want to do. You've kind of made it. You've established your routine. You're good to go. Um, And that's essentially the book. And then in that that chapter, she talks a lot about, like, networking and how you need to be talking to all these people. I'm like, where did this even come? You're rolling your eyes. 
like where I okay I'm just like Side I know it I doesn't feel like it relates no but. exactly I'm like where did this it, it did not make sense to me like where this came in with yeah. morning routines it doesn't feel like it makes sense for this book right but I do agree with her I agree like, I, I, like I agree completely like I hate but. the idea of having to like like sending some like sending she was talking about like the people you want them to know who you are like sending them a message all the time I think that's, that's a little weird, weird to me. I that think is that's so a weird, weird, but I do think it's very important to like reach out to people you haven't talked to in a while. Yeah. And like maybe even old professors, if like you're in like the sciencey world and like maybe you got your master's, like it's always good to reach out to your mentor and like things like that. But some of the stuff she was saying, I was like, I was just so frustrated by it because it didn't fit with like the morning routine vibe. Agreed. I can agree with that. So I thought it was strange, but, um, I I kind of liked I liked the book the first time I listened to it, but I think I just liked her YouTube videos so much. And then, like I said, I shut mm-hmm. my notifications off, so I haven't been watching any YouTube really, um, at least not as much YouTube. And then I re-listened to it this time, and I just felt like it was too soapboxy for me. Yeah, I agree. She was definitely in a soapbox, and I was like thinking about like because I'm thinking about like how we were talking about like giving up on some stuff. And I feel like you could probably relate to this. I feel like I give up on my sleep. I feel like that's what I've been lacking. I that's, give up. That's the part of my wheel. If I give up on my sleep, I give up on my exercise. So I can't give up on my sleep. I'm very big about, like, I am in bed by, like, 8.30 and I'm asleep by 9. See, I am too, but I'm saying, like, I would rather have, like, a good eight hours of sleep instead of five or six. Oh, I mean, same. So I'm definitely yeah. giving up sleep, but, like, yeah. that's just the way that my life works i think a big thing also is like just have patience with yourself Mm -hmm. um like be patient when you're like trying to get into a new routine especially in trying to like wake up really early it's not gonna happen overnight like i would start if you want to wake up earlier start doing like 15 minutes earlier each day don't just go from waking up at 8 a.m to 5 a.m instantly you know like and I don't know, I don't know. some of it grace. some of it I will say was kind of irritating because it was more like building a routine for like the amount of stuff she was talking about was like yeah. more like building a routine for someone who starts work at nine and like I start at like six thirty. Oh my god, okay. So she's yes, like I had back this it up exact three same. hours and I was like, I'd be up at midnight. What? No, but no, dude, we get up at we get up at three thirty because we work at six thirty. Like I right. mean, but I don't think I think if I worked any earlier than I was actually I'm so glad you brought that up because that was one of my major frustrations throughout the I was book. So annoying. Was that she does like she addresses fucking everything under the sun, but then she doesn't address people who have to maybe get up a little earlier. Right. Like I, yeah, I wake up at three thirty. I do the three hour thing, but regardless, like maybe point that out in your book if you're gonna write right. a book. Well, about no, mornings. and she was like talking about doing morning pages and doing all these things, and it's like I have time like, to. It must be exercise, so relaxing. Shower and then, <laughs> like, grab run a, like, out breakfast the door. Smoothie. Yeah, like literally run out the door. That's about all I have time for in the morning. Same. So, that was another thing that really annoyed me. But I know. Anyway, I do do the morning pages at night. I do do that. I journal at night. Oh, I like that. I don't. I feel like I would enjoy it, that. It, I brain dump at night. It helps me organize my thoughts. Yeah. I brain dump at yeah. night. So, like, anything that I think of that I need to do, I just put on paper or something um, so that I don't forget it. 
just like whatever I'm upset about or anxious or just like any like feeling I'm having that day I just write it all down and then it kind of like leaves your brain I'm not even gonna lie to you it does wow I love that mm-hmm. and then I'm like less anxious about certain things wow maybe I should pick up journaling it's nice. wow well it's nice I hope you guys liked this episode it was very all over the place but it ended up in a kind of a systematic way um you guys can follow us like me you guys can follow us on instagram at life just happens podcast um click on a link in our bio to get our weekly newsletter and otherwise we will see you next monday bye guys one thing i can't control is i owe it to my soul I'm only human, so please just pray for me Say la vie Say la vie Yeah, yeah, yeah Say la vie I showed up early to my day job I said, mm, nope, you don't have one I'm living like I got so many chances I forgot I only had one It could be worse, I got it so good Always showing up in my heart I don't want to be the one who So please just pray for me, say la vie Say la vie, yeah, yeah, yeah Say la vie Sitting at that bus station like My iPhone still third generation, yeah Say la vie, say la vie, say la vie I'm really trying to let it go, really hate being this bro, baby Trying to get in the zone, problems be following me home, baby, yeah And you and I thought they were gone, everybody be busy me off, yeah Please just pray for